Tom Izzo says Jaden Akins is going to be better than Max because he's not petty. You're listening to Can't Read, Can't Write. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Can't Read, Can't Write, the podcast that proves Spartans can talk. I'm Mike Jones, joined, as always, by his chief sponsorship officer, Kevin Greck. And also joined by everyone's second favorite listener guest, Alex Plum. Greckers, how are you doing, buddy? Oh, I'm doing great, thanks. I'm manifesting sponsorships in the same way that Izzo is manifesting a better roster for next year. (laughs) So not trying. Exactly. (laughs) Alexander, how are you doing, sir? Hey, I hear that everyone's favorite listener guest is on site in someone's new digs. So I'm taking a backseat this week. Oh, yes, indeed. Papa Jones is on site. Beers are cracked. He's going to be uh, <laughs> valeting the beers and probably yes. some questions from time to time. I like that. Uh, should we get the voice on record so people know when he pops yeah. up? Yeah, got to do it. Cliff, do you want to say hi? This is Papa Jones. <laughs> I'm the, the, best. Beer the beer man. The beer man. Best introduction in Ever. podcast history. All right. Uh I'm going to say we we are going to have a bit of a, I think, a tight show this week. Uh, We obviously the news of the week behind the green wall is going to be that Izzo says the roster is set. Uh, We will head off Grand River to talk the latest uh, NCAA rules updates. And then we, of course, head into week four, the final week, the weakening of Twitter question power rankings. Speaking of the weakening. (laughs) Yeah, no one can even we go knows. into this? Yeah, no one knows where they are. No one knows where we're at. Not a clue. It's a mystery to everyone. Full-on mystery. Tell me, though, don't you think people are more incentivized to participate if they think maybe they have a chance? Well, by the length of my scrolling to look at all these questions on the outline, I have to say shame on our listeners. Shame <laughs> on all of you for engaging us, despite the fact that MB Jones Esquire dropped the ball. Didn't drop it, punted it. Not as far as Bryce Berenger would have, but still tried. And then to make matters worse, Jonesy put all of these polls out this week. You engaged with those as well, and he's not even going to use them for the episode, apparently. I'm ready. Unbelievable. I thought about, in light of you dropping the ball entirely on (laughs) Twitter questions this week, I thought about putting out a poll that said, in which... Of the which of his his core roles is Michael Jones most inadequate as a husband, <laughs> as a no. father, no. or as a podcast host? And let the people speculate. Yes, yes. I think Rick and circus. I think that's a uh, a Sharpvert level question. Prompt right better there. the week back because you thought doing it publicly would be too mean. Yes. Oh. yes. Okay. That's so good. I wanted to say it on the podcast in front of your father. <laughs> all right let's head behind oh wait sorry uh we of course need to thank everyone for listening if we could ask a small favor please share the pie with spartans in your life rate review and subscribe wherever you get podcasts and of course follow us on twitter at spartners or pod all right let's head behind that green wall uh i see the outline says football anything uh the sport does always lead it is a the the one note huge recruitment weekend uh this weekend and next uh, tons of big time recruits coming in. Uh, I think that is all to be said about football. There are dudes on campus. There are guys on campus 
And, and there are dude guys on campus. And we're going to see. What are if, they? If Taka, they're all at the East Lansing Art Fair. You know how it is. You know how oh. these high school guys like to get in there, grab their original pieces and their pottery, and then, you know, go home. That's uh, that's why it's a recruiting weekend. How long are they usually here for? It's a full weekend, right? Yeah, I think it's a three-day visit. Yeah. You get the full experience. Mm. Uh, all right. And dine. Do we want to speculate further and delay the pain? I mean, the people already know what we're going to talk about with basketball. So let's Mind just keep well. talking about the East Lansing Art Fair. <laughs> it was lovely. It only rained a little bit. Okay, now let's let's take our medicine. All right. So let's start with Max Christie. Uh, and then we we can intersperse the, the punches throughout the rest. But nice. the news is, for anyone who missed it, is that Max Christie has decided to stay in the NBA draft. Apparently, the NBA is clamoring for a 31% uh, <laughs> shooter from behind the arc, um, who I guess... He's, he's rangy. It's wiry. Rangy. By that, by that logic... Marcus Bingham would be in the league in a heartbeat. That's right. He'd well, be first overall. Well, I, um, I'm looking for this tweet that I retweeted because I thought it said it nicely. Um, I have it now. It was uh, from Madison Rose. So, and I, I should be more ashamed to retweet her, but I'm not. She said, do I think Christy going pro makes sense? No. Does it have to make sense to me? No. Do I wish him all the best? Of course. Now, I retweeted that because I meant most of it, but I have to confess. <laughs> two-thirds of it, indeed. Two th- I meant two-thirds of it. I did. I, I don't wish him the best. I'm not rooting for his success. What does that say about me? I, I think so, that you're... That's not rhetorical. I mean, diagnose this, because I really should. I shouldn't be that invested. I really should want him to be successful, but I don't want him to go drafted. I want him to be embarrassed by this entire prospect badly. You want to walk What's up to Brisbane Center one... next year and see him like uh, like up against the glass, looking in, looking crying. in, yep, going from door to door. I want him to scalp me locked. a ticket. Yes. Yeah. Is it because Plum? Because I think you also wanted him back. I did, and so and I think this... that's what I'm ashamed to admit. Well. But I think it's also because you look at him and you're like, dude, like what? I just, I feel like if you were going to go into the NBA, then why weren't you more productive? Why couldn't you have given us something? I just feel like you took advantage of this season. You got all the minutes that you wanted. You shot 31%. You fucked us like a dog most of the second half of the season. And and you weren't pleasant. You weren't happy. You didn't really provide leadership. I, I just, there was so much more that I think we all expected and probably more than that, that we all deserved from him and we didn't get it. And it was like, well, can we get it then? And this just seems selfish to me. I, I think that's the root of it. And I'm totally like most of my takes understand that this is fully unhinged, but I just don't know what to do with it. It's a lot of feelings. So I, here's, my thing on Max is that he seems like um, if Foster Lawyer was a five star, 
And what I mean by that is hmm. that he is, you know, Foster Lawyer was an incredible shooter in high school and, you know, didn't have the physical tools to translate to the next level. Max Christie needed to work on his body further, uh, probably needed to uh, tighten up his shot a little bit. Admittedly, he didn't even come with a shot, but that's a, another thing. But that, you know, if, I guess the question I'd pose to the both of you is that if we're going to chase five stars, it's, or not chase five stars, but it, that, that Max Christie was this person who was not actually clearly a one and done, but had the recruiting ranking of a one and done. Of a one and done, yeah. Right. And so if you're going to recruit a five star, you better think that they are truly a one and done. Yeah. Because I think we all thought Max Christie was probably a two-year guy. Yeah. Well, after seeing him, we thought that. I mean, I, on I this mean, season. It, I, didn't, I didn't have high hopes that he was going to light things up in a one-and-done fashion. And in fact, there was some reporting of people who were closer to that, this sort of his high school and prep school, or high school and AAU beat, that like he wasn't going to be a one-and-done. Some people thought he was going to be a four-year guy. Huh. So... He had a lot of good things to say about Izzo. I think you sent that yeah. clip around on the... Uh... Um, yeah, well, uh, I didn't well, take him as good things. And also, I, if he did say good things, I think it's because he's a sociopath. Um, so Noted. Dead in the eyes type of situation. I mean, you can't tell me you looked at that face and said, oh... Anyway. Yeah. Uh, Greg, do you have it? You, you've not said much. How do you feel? Well, I just think that I operate somewhere in between. And my position has been spoken for in all this i also just i'm moving on it didn't work out frankly i don't expect to see him back much i don't think i don't think it worked out in this case well so yeah. i think that's both culturally trans- and in terms of play on the court i don't think yeah. it worked out but hmm. i think that's an interesting transition point because it's you know we did the cold open with is those comments on jade nakins I don't know that I disagree. I mean, well, Jaden Aiken shot better from three than, than Max Christie did. Things were definitely trending in that direction at the end of the year. There's Uh, some consistency things that I think that we've got to hope that improve in the off season. And Jaden Aiken's does things on the court that Tom Izzo and the fan base really like, and they weren't there. Really high. Jump really high. Be enthusiastic. Seem to appreciate the opportunity. Smack the floor. Um, Smack the floor. He does play the defense. Yep. I mean, I he, mean, he Max, got lost on some assignments, but he 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 plays the defense hard. But Max plays the defense a little better, so he was getting, in a lot of cases, the best guard assignment. Yeah. Six six. Yeah, it helps. It helps. Six six and a buck twenty. So do with that what you will. Let's talk for a minute by, about how here he is. Trying to go in the draft, and he opts out of this five v five. Tell the folks because I'm not fully sure what this is. This is a big opportunity for guys who were mediocre at best in the second half of their seasons to at least kind of demonstrate that maybe they don't suck as badly as everyone knows they do. <laughs> I mean, or... the speculation. There's speculation on both sides. One is that he knows he's going to get exposed, or two, he has he some kind of guarantee from a team. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Um, I don't get the impression that teams do those types of guarantees for guys outside of the lottery, but um, what do I know? 
Um, so I mean, you again, might get a wink and a nod. Yeah. He might have a few teams in the 20s that have shown enough interest that he thinks he's in good shape regardless. Huh. Um, and, and to play a five-on-five five would put that position potentially at risk. So I don't know. Uh, we'll find out. Yeah, we will find out. Maybe he's uh, the next Tayshaun Prince, you know? He's coming soon to a G League team near you. Uh, I'm not saying that he'll never have a role in the league, but he's not going to be playing in the league next year, I don't think. Yeah, they're going to say, you can play some games, but you need to be in the weight room the entire year. Right, yeah. And just often calories and protein. So, um, all right. Well, so let's let's talk about the interview that um, everyone's favorite journalist, Graham Couch, was able to get. Just good. Just Edward R. Murrow. Really a man for our time. I love that 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 a columnist, as an aside, a man paid for his thoughts, gets an interview with the coach, and instead of like giving thoughts, just pops out a Q and A article. He's, but anyway. he has no stones unless you saw. I mean, it's just so sad. the the long story short, and we'll get into some of the details, but is that Tom Izzo is done with. We are not making roster. any further roster changes. Yeah, um, I got some thoughts on this. I've kind of wavered back and forth. My initial reaction was a little bit angry. I thought about it a little bit further. I'm like, well, I don't know if I would have gone completely the same way, but I don't know that I wholly disagree. All right. Um, so, yeah. So Izzo, Izzo starts with, I've got great guards. We've got not great guards. You said guards, he's, he's got great, great. guard? Okay, good. <laughs> uh, but I've got... Uh, I got AJ Hogard, who we all saw mid-season and beginning of season take a massive leap. Uh, I've got Tyson Walker, who, let's not lose sight in all of this, is a transfer that he brought in because he was not sure he had a guard for last year. Uh, And then he has Jay Nakins, who he said will be better than Max Christie. And I would say it's hard to disagree with that. Um, Mm, We'll see. Everyone so, likes the guy that plays relief minutes, you know, in whatever sport it is. We'll see when he's being I, asked to he was, take. He the was averaging one. over 15 minutes a game at the end of the season. Okay. Well, we'll see what happens when he's asked to take the other team's best guard. Cause it's, I don't think it's going to be Tyson Walker. I think it's AJ not going to be AJ Hogard. I don't AJ shot down Jade Knight. He shot down Jade Knight. We'll see. We'll see. Anyway, so either way, he's looking at his guard situation. And that's not to mention Trey Holloman, who's coming in, who is a is a longer guard as well, that there's reasons to believe might be nice for us in the future. So you can get some spell minutes out of him. Hmm. And then you're looking at your wings, right? I mean, with three guards on the floor, you've got Jade Nickens playing some of that. You have Pierre Brooks, who didn't play a ton last year, but Izzo said routinely in press conferences throughout the year that I got to find a way to get Pierre Brooks more minutes, but couldn't because he played like 12 dudes the entire season. Yeah, whose fault was that? Well, so I, the point being is I think that we're all clamoring for more people but then when the season comes around, we clamor for less people. So square that circle for me. 
I mean, Jackson Kohler is going to walk in and <laughs> have as many minutes as he wants. Congratulations, Jackson Kohler. You won the, you won the recruiting uh, lottery. Lottery. Yeah. yeah. The jackpot is what I was going to say. Um, congratulations, Madi Sissoko. You would be forced out of every other program on the planet, um, basically. But well, now you are just getting sad. 20 minutes next year and congratulations joey hauser you have to play multiple positions um and we need everyone to not get hurt so your injury is the injury situation we cannot have anyone get hurt go ahead izzo owned the injury situation but when you say he owned it by going into the portal and getting another five or no, that an injury could be problematic. Oh, I see. Like he acknowledged what he acknowledged the, the, the sky is blue. Great. Good. Okay. Good. But I, my question for for you both, and I like again, I would have gotten a five too. But we've seen Izzo and company, that company portion may be at Western Michigan now, but uh develop talent over time and we've seen massive leaps from players yeah. and by the by like at, at some point in time is it fair to say that maybe he could be wrong but thus far in over a quarter century he's not been wrong we've also seen guys not develop yeah. Though at the same time, we've seen Marquise Gray's. We've seen uh, Marquise Gray was fantastic. Shut your mouth. He never really turned out to be Shut exactly your mouth. what he was supposed to be. Um, we've seen Tom Harrisogs. We've seen oh my God. Um, <laughs> you know Matt other bigs. Matt, Matt Costello, Matt Costello turned out to be okay. Well, so then, so what is this, Maddie? Is this Maddie Sissoko's year? Is he gonna this summer just get beefed up on horse steroids and just come out a yeah. galloping? I mean, I, who's the guy? I, I, it's got to be Sissoko. It's got to be Sissoko. It has it to can be. only be Sissoko. He's but gonna I have to do if, more than five fouls this year. This is not a fun part of the podcast. Can, I, can, I vote we move on. I, this is yeah, just, it's, there's right. only so much lipstick that we can put on this pig right now. And until Let's, we see more from them, I, it's yeah. just a parade of horribles. All right, hold on. I just want to, my point being that Tom Izzo has used the portal in the past. Mm -hmm. He used it last year for a place that he was scared he didn't have anything. Yeah. So, yeah. You, I mean, the other thing that you have to keep in mind is that in a in a place where we now are in a uh, automatic transfer and name, image, and likeness are leading to some weird bag dropping happening, that you you have to imagine that Tom Izzo was looking for a very specific time type of grad transfer type of transfer, probably a one year five. One year five. Only. Yeah. So it had to be a one-year five that was better than Sissoko and didn't require us to drop a bag. But, well, okay, all right, but hold on. Did did he have to be better than Sissoko? I mean, 
couldn't he have been as good as Sissoko? Marginal to the fact, if and I, the reason I say that is to the point about injuries and to the well, point so about the number of open scholarships. But Alex, what's your pitch then to a recruit that you say, because Tom's not going to lie. Sure. And so how, how many minutes are you going to get? Who cares? If you're in the portal, it's because the kid isn't playing anyway, wherever he's coming from. Here, so he come play at play. Michigan State. Because you're going to come play at Michigan State, you're going to get to develop under Tom Izzo. You know, if he's, depending on where he's recruiting from, I have to think that a body is better than nobody. He has this open scholarships. I mean, that's the thing for me. It's like, get somebody. Anybody is better than nobody because the injury situation. And if he has any ability to develop anyone whatsoever, then try it. Or if you just throw him in like you did Sissoko all last season to foul, then do that. But at least it's somebody. Where's Ben Carter? Bring Ben, Ben Carter back. So your point's not wrong, but it's Izzo. Izzo has a name and an image and a likeness. (laughs) I mean, uh, the the other interesting piece about this as it relates to basketball is that the the comparison point that we see, right, is Mel Tucker, who, you know, compete to play, compete to stay, right, has has mastered the transfer portal. and, And so I think there's a lot of assumptions about just do the Mel Tucker. Mm. And it seems to me, it seems to me that basketball players do not have the same mentality about competing for minutes that football players do. Do you think there's something about the size of the roster that has something to do with that though, too? 1000%. And and the number of injuries also, I mean, you know, you could be on the two deep and like, you're getting some reps and like, you're a, a whack-a-mold, yada-da-da-doodle. Away from yeah, is that what you are? Yeah, from playing, you know, hundred snaps a game. Oh my god, not that many! Oh boy! <laughs> oh boy, that's a. Oh boy, I don't know that's about a, that. Oh, 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 oh boy, I know, right. man, you guys got me all teed <laughs> up. Oh, I'm turning it on. I can't do it. <laughs> are we gonna talk about Juan this week? <laughs> Did he do something? No, we this should. Week? Uh, oh. There are rumors that he turned down uh, overtures from the Lakers. Uh, I don't know how true they are. Well, he started those rumors. So. Yeah, it's the type of thing that your agent would definitely be saying. So, oh, my agent's out there trying to get my name in the news. Oh, I hope they don't mention the Mark Turgeon. Oh, the Mark Turgeon. <laughs> well, all we can say is that Juwan Howard played it better than Jim Harbaugh did. Well... Only because he hasn't gotten his own little mini tent when he goes to children's t-ball games. But time, time can tell. (laughs) Um, Let us move on from this topic. It's bumming me out way too much. Um, The concept of scrapping divisions. Now in play. We're We're going off off Grand Grand River. River. I got a question to tee you up here. Is this the best thing that Mark Emmert did? He didn't do it. Ah, I wanted to give him something. (laughs) Ah! That was his chance. Ah, shit. <laughs> uh, so the as we know from last week, um, the notion of divisions being required to have a championship game is now removed. Thus, the Pac-12 has officially scrapped their own divisions, which leaves it open for the Big Ten to do the same. And I believe ACC is talking about this as well. Is that correct? The Big yeah. Ten is is as well. Okay. So yeah. it has a question. Oh, is this let's hear a comment? Question Mm -hmm. or a comment Mm -hmm. before the division requirement 
the Pac-12 was the only conference. You know, they created these divisions, and the Pac-12, they all played everybody. Mm-hmm. So there was one champion. There wasn't a championship game, but there was a. They all played each other, and there was a league champion. And that thing, that's where you're going to head to. But they still want. You got the TV revenue from the like a championship game. Oh yeah, you got to have that championship game. Or but back then, re- or they want a rematch of Ohio State and Michigan in a championship. It's only happened, so to speak. So to speak. How many? Or how many teams were in the Pac? Ohio State. Sorry. How many teams were in the Pac-12 or Pac-10 or whatever it was back then? There were twelve. There were twelve. So they, so they played eleven games. They had like one preseason, eleven games, mano a mano, champion, champion. Couldn't that still keep the door open though for two teams to have the same? But I guess you've always got the head to head. You've always got the head to head if they've all played. Yeah, head to head. So sorry, um, I, you know you can cut that out if you want. But no, that no, it stays in. That's more our valuable best than anything I've said today. Yeah. <laughs> that's our best content so far. So far, um, obviously that's impossible though in the in the current yeah, in the current Big fourteen 10. game. Yeah. Um, the other thing is, you know, you got the backpack going on the backpack backpack uh so that's that's going to take up some games um there's no downside to this though right like truly there is what is there any kind of downside you think it opens up it might increase the possibility of rematches question mark isn't the problem though that uh that you're gonna see you're still gonna see some folks skate in so to speak yeah. You're going to see someone who who plays the West. Hmm. Right? Like that's going to happen at some point in time and someone's going to make sure. it to the championship game. But instead of that happening every year, it just happens occasionally. And and in fairness though, are just asking questions over here on this side of the microphone. But are We're we just, just choosing it? These are these are good questions. These are valuable questions. We're 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 just asking them. Thank you. Since we split divisions, how often has Ohio State been in the championship game? Half four, of them? Four times? Five times? Over, over half? Yeah, so that's over half. Yeah. Um, so that's cool. Uh, so is it, are we just choosing a new sacrificial lamb? But see, because we've got three. Right, Michigan has got one, and Michigan's Mich- got one. Yeah. So since 11? 13? 13? Yeah, because the first one was 11. So that's... 10 years. Yeah. So are we just choosing a new sacrificial lamb, in which case it doesn't really matter? And then if you start start having uh, protected rivalries, which I think a lot of the plans advocate for... Yeah. Then, then, like, so who's Michigan picking? Yeah, that was... was And, like, in fairness to Michigan, they're picking Ohio State, so... But why? Okay. Because they just played them. I mean, literally, they just played them the week before. No, right? no, no. When you th- well, the, when he's saying the protected rivalries. Oh, sorry. Well, there's going to be more than one protected rivalry. There's probably going to be two or three. Sure. So who who else are they picking? They don't Us? choose. Who's that? Ohio State. Ohio State. Wisconsin. No, who's Michigan picking? Like, who's Michigan going oh. to take protected rivalries with? Maybe that's why they started that trophy with Northwestern, so they could point it out and be like, it's a trophy game! Or Minnesota, be like, everyone cares about the jug! 
Who cares? NVM. <laughs> what about us, Jonesy? We would we would take Michigan and Penn State in all likelihood, right? Yeah. Like, yes. And I'm saying we would, and probably Northwestern or Indiana. Forks no. down. Forks I hate them down. so much. I don't even want Aspetun. to. Spatoon. Yeah. I just hate them so much. Ah, oh, forks down. Um. Yeah. I mean, someone's gonna get stuck with Ohio State. That's true. Uh, I don't care. Yeah, it's not us. Race to the bottom. We're currently stuck with Ohio State. So, yeah, it's fine. We've been to three Big Ten championships in spite of that fact. There you go. That's a great point. Better point. Counterpoint. Mm -hmm. And why we're better than Michigan. Indeed. All right, should we head to Twitter questions? Yeah, let's do this. Uh, I think... However you cut it, it's better with no divisions. So So how are we? I got questions before we get into Twitter questions, and they're all about the Twitter questions. You got your own questions. I got my own Twitter questions. First is, when are these people going to get their scores? Second question, (laughs) who's scoring this week? Third question, how are we aggregating the winner? Uh, It's going to be an average of your placement. That's that's what it's going to be. Mean, Um, median, or mode? Jesus. Mean. Average. Average. Yeah. (laughs) Listen, there's three different kinds, so you really have to do better. I don't think that's true. I think think there's only one average. Statistics. Oh, Lord Jesus. It's fine. It's fine. We don't have time. Is this why public health is so messed up, is that you guys don't understand what an average is? (laughs) Median or mode. I like the idea of doing the median, uh, where it's like, it would just everyone would rank out the same in that way, wouldn't it? I, I don't know. I like the anyway. mode. I like the mode. Yeah. Um, to all anyway. of my statistics friends out there, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you come to this podcast. Who just scored most commonly in the same space? You are the winner. <laughs> <laughs> it's you, Dan Hellpepper. It's you. It was always you. Jonesy, right. can you at least have the dignity of giving these people a top three from last week? I can't, but oh I can by God. tomorrow, probably. Oh my god. It's gotta be up before we post the episode. That's all I ask. That's all That's he all asked. I ask. I make He's no promises, asking. but let's For get the into good it. People of can't read, can't write. Fine. Fine. All right, all right, uh listeners. This week I guess we are going to have to take the winners by consensus, and that is gonna oh, be a disgusting. No, I think Plum's paradigm. doing the ranking? I am. Why? It should be Greg's turn. Yeah, if anyone oh, it's should Greg's be me, turn. I'll do it. It's me. I decide. Great. I have the power. Just and I'm going to release my rankings bef- before Jonesy releases his. That's going to be the plan. Uh, all right. First up, question from R. Sawyer. <laughs> number one. Jonesy's showing us that it's question number one uh, with his middle finger here on the on the Zoom. Um, from R. Sawyer, if you told your wife you wouldn't be with her for the birth, birth of your child because you had an important work meeting, like, say, a basketball playoff game, how fast would you be divorced? Uh, Tom, I, think I this just is... have a question. How uninclusive is this question? Yeah. Yeah. How does yeah. It feel? yeah. R. I know R, you like to think you're a progressive. You like to be real woke and with the times, really be in there for folks on the margins. What about me? What about me I... and my lack of a wife? I mean, my it's just God. like right in front of you, too. It was just, just so brazen. The just gall. Beats me about the face like it was a dick, you know? Just fuck r <laughs> fucking r 
I mean, but- this, is, this is disgusting. So I don't think we even have to answer this question. And I'll release my first ranking of the week. Last place, Rebecca. So, <laughs> for wait, but I want to know. But I want to know what the reference is. I want to know who Derek was. I Derek think Derek. Well, I, just want, I just want you to know that that you belong on this podcast. Oh, there it is. There it is. <laughs> we're allies, and we're here for you, Alex. Because <laughs> it brings a tear to my eye. It really does. Uh, this is a uh, safe space for me. It is. It is. I think this is Indeed. a reference, Derek. Despite White the way that it's been go threatened. Home. Uh, I think he did actually go home, though, for the birth of his child. So it isn't like he even missed his work meetings. Um, but anyway. Um, <sighs> I th- Next time. There are definitely cases where guys have, have missed this kind of stuff. Uh, first, Joe, Joe Ashworth. Ashworth. Tom, you want to? You wanna- yeah. Oh, Come on, Joe Ashworth. Number one, is anyone keeping track of at the real shardy prop bets? Are we just going to keep accepting them with no resolution? There's got to be a, a page on the can't read, can't write wiki that's keeping track of all of these, right? Oh my God. So first of all, why isn't there a wiki? There should be. There should be. Second, uh, I, I think Shartbert uh, hopped in the, the thread here and said he did at one point in time kind of release it, but we've not been kept score on. And I oh. think- if we're going to keep ranking him highly, he needs to follow through on his initial. <laughs> and look, I just want to say that I don't value people who who commit to something and then don't follow through on the back end. So, um, wow. Between... You've always followed through on the back end for me, Mike. Hey, buddy. I see you. Between the Mark D'Antonio show and the prop bets of the week, I mean, it, the wiki needs to be done but hold on a second hold on a second by rule i don't believe we can be in wikipedia because there are no independent third-party references to the podcast in the news i don't you have to be able to cite no you can you can this would be a can't read can't write wiki specifically our own uh, wiki isn't isn't the uh uh first of all we can remedy that problem second of all isn't just the 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 RSS feed on Apple Podcasts a sufficiently oh maybe verifiable third party? I don't know. I never tried it. Who it. cares? Next up, Joe Ashworth. Is it cliche to say if it came down to a choice between Chrissy and Akins for the next year, I'd take Akins? No regrets. You got your wish. Yeah. C- congrats. I congratulations. I would have been interested to have pulled this uh, at the end of the year to uh, to see what the choice would have been. Maybe it would have been Christie, uh, or maybe it would have been Akins. I mean, I think it might have been Akins. Might have been. Huh. Might have been. Uh, and finally, from Joe Ashworth, number three, you have been named successor to Tom Izzo and feel like you need a snappy catchphrase. Thank, keep chopping, deep water, row the boat, etc. What will Two your basketball program? Yeah, what will be your basketball program's new rallying cry? No more than four words. Keep it snappy. Brevity is the soul of wit. Uh, uh, defend, rebound, and run. Uh, mine would be toss and bows. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think you're going to get a lot of calls with that one. No. Lottie Sissoko for life. <laughs> Don't fuck daddy. I don't know. 
That's like it. That. Put it on the T-shirt. Is that, is Next up, the, uh, the children's game. Don't wait, Daddy. Yes, that's it. That's it. Is that like his daddy will murder you? Is that what? This yeah, is? yeah. Because daddy's been drinking. <laughs> All right. Next up from Joe Ashworth, and last up from Joe Ashworth. Oh no, nope. That was, was it. That, that was, was that. That was it. Next that up, uh, Carl. You did too much, bro. Faustian hypothetical. Ooh. Tuck runs the table in the Big Ten and secures a spot in the college football playoff. Tom retires, assuring us a future bright as Dane motherfucking Fife is announced Ugh. as the next head coach for MSU Hoops. Is this an acceptable trade? No. And then adds a note here, Fife wears a QAnon hat into the press room <laughs> and accuses the deep state of ruining his IU tenure. <laughs> oh my God. I believe it. Uh, I'm <laughs> not taking that trade. No, that's not a trade for me. The question... Now, Natty? Uh, Natty? Natty, I was just thinking, if he got us all the way... That, the question fire though, a coach very quickly very are, quickly really what this coach boils down to is are you willing to trade your basketball program for a football championship but really at this point what are we trading you know really hey this team Alex. hasn't even been to consecutive sweet 16 so why that's it that's <laughs> it finally are the measure of excellence yes they everyone are. knows very well Next up from Carl, you do too much, bro. In terms of actual Izzo successors, how y'all feel regarding Nate Oates? Not sure what the real options are, but it seems like the fan base has reached acceptance that Tom's time is short. Curious if y'all would prefer a younger, unproven pick with upside or a stable, milk toast veteran hire. I'm, I think I'm Nate off. Oates is above replacement. I don't think he's substantially above replacement level, but I think he's above replacement level. Wait, um, replacement level for Tom? For coaches generally in college. Oh, sure. Okay. Um, though it is interesting that we have seen some big name programs be open and they have chosen to go this young upstart route. Um, but it's like I, a Tom Izzo. Yeah, much like a Tom Izzo at the time. Uh, for a long time, the it was just like a foregone conclusion that someone with, you know, a coach with established either mid-tier or low power five uh, bona fides would get hired in those types of roles. And that is no longer the case. Um, and I, I think- wonder, it's got to be due to recruiting, right? Yeah, but I, I mean, I guess I'd also say overall energy. Yeah, specific to the question, Nate Oates. I don't like his brand of basketball. Yeah, I was just gonna, and and, and more to the point, I don't want Alabama. I don't want. An, I don't want more Alabama, Michigan State, bizarre connection. I don't. I don't want it. I don't want it. No. Well, he is from Michigan originally. So. Don't care. Don't care. Okay. Don't care. I love. I. It. I think it's it's like do you want to take the the B minus or you want to angle for the A A plus? Angle uh, for the A plus. Yes. Okay. Even if it's a C, still angle for it. Okay. Yeah, cuz why if if you if you have what Izzo built, why would you not shoot for the same thing? Yeah. And, and if, I think and if you're, you miss you miss, but like at least you tried. 
And, and to your point around B minus, the problem with B minus is the law of averages. You're going to get the occasional C. Well, then why not aim for the A? If you start out with a few C's, you were going to get them regressed to the mean anyway. So, oh my God, take your look chances. Who, look who's feeling really statsy here on the podcast well, because today. you guys fucked with my averages. So now I'm now I'm all no. loaded up, you know. <laughs> uh, and has anyone actually pulled this off other than Kansas? What's that? Uh, it, the 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 continuity. I mean, they went oh. from Roy Williams to Bill Self. Didn't skip a beat. Where at Bill Self been now? Illinois. He was already working at Power Five, you know, school. So it's like right. no, I mean, it was Illinois. No, no one has no one's pulled it off in terms of yeah. the the continuity. Huh. Um, huh. Has what's his face? It is Mark Few been at Gonzaga for that long? Yes. I yeah. Mean, I think long he was time. born there. Since uh, I was in high school. Mm-hmm. God. Yeah, he and Izzo so have a lot in common uh, yeah. in that way. Except uh, for uh, caring for competition during the regular season. Uh, next up, Carl, you do too much, bro. Obviously, not only not the only polls one could evaluate the higher on, but generally, would you prefer a degree of tangible prior success, warts and all potentially, or some seemingly left field higher that we would have assumed was Haller being more plugged in than us if it panned out. This is kind of a continuation. God, there's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot built question. into that. A lot built into that. I think, by all accounts, Haller takes the interview and takes the interview seriously. Like Mark D'Antonio won the interview over, uh, what's that murderer's name who's down at LSU right now? Brian oh, Kelly. Uh, Brian, that? Oh, that's Brian, Brian murder, murder thug death guy, Kelly. Yeah, my wife this week was like, "So you guys, uh, you definitely don't think it's been too soon for the Brian Kelly uh, murder no. jokes, huh?" <laughs> I was like, "You know, well, he, he every needs to learn every don't single let him forget every single we're not jokes. Day. If you don't call him a murderer, then you're letting him go." I'm not sure what the joke is. <laughs> he Thank murdered you. somebody, so I'm really confused about it still. I don't know why he's not in jail. It's very confusing to me. And people Heller made the right call. And people and, and Heller made the right call. Um so I don't know. I I I I want someone who wins the interview. That's I want someone that's who's it. got some some yep. modicum of success wherever it came from or or being part of a successful staff. So is that to and say you're going to trust you're going to trust Haller I, whatever happens. Haller was part of the D'Antonio hire, right? He he was obviously a big part of the Mel Tucker hire. I, I like the move he's made in volleyball to the degree that I understand volleyball. I like that he made a move in hockey. Well, he and he's move, made a move in women's soccer. He's just yeah. done this in softball, right? So, I, I mean, I, I think if nothing else, I think we can all agree Alan Haller wants to win. Yeah. And he wants to win across the board. So, And I, do you I know why? He listens to this podcast. Yep. Confirm, confirmed listener. Thank you, confirmed listener, Ellen Haller. Um, next up from Dan Pepper. Why didn't the alums of the other Texas schools in Oklahoma State in the state legislature sabotage Oklahoma and Texas, leaving the Big 12? And wouldn't you hope MSU loves in government would do so in such a situation? I actually don't think MSU alums in the state house would be able to. I don't think those same... 
laws exist about uh, like at the Texas schools. And uh, I guess there's one at Oklahoma. The problem in Texas is that A&M pieced first Mm. and no one said anything like precedent kind of got broke at that point. Um, So I, I just, I, I love the petty aspects of this. I think they're great. I encourage it. Um, it, it also means that those state houses are focused on things that aren't terrible for once, which is would be unusual for those two state. Yeah, houses. I was going to say, maybe that's why they didn't go for it because it, yeah. they just didn't understand that they could do something like that. Um, they had real legislating to do. <laughs> we got to make a, make a difference. We got to, um, we got to protect things and do shit and, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I uh, I don't uh, I don't disagree with you, Dan Hellpepper. I just think it would have been difficult, probably, to enforce any of that. Uh, but, but, but to his point, wouldn't I hope MSU alums would do it in the state legislature? By God, I would. I would find them all and I would write them letters. Wouldn't so, it be right, like a governor, a declaration from the governor? Of like, yep. Shut up, Michigan. <laughs> um. Number two from Dan Hellpepper. Ever worn a sock or shoe that keeps the toes separate? Are they comfy? And um, he had a he had a picture. Oh, that's he right. Had he had the rainbow picture. Rainbow the... sock picture thing. Juan, did that make you feel included? I did. Thank you, Dan. You're just an ally. You're a real ally. That's Unlike why, R. Sawyer. That's why Dan's going to be above R. Sawyer R. In the rankings. Yeah. Big. Big Dan Hellpepper I week we this week, everybody. R. Sawyer for and R. Sawyer. Yep. I want you to release the rankings and and uh, with each tag, make it how you found allyship in each question. In the question. Uh, I've never attempted these socks. Do we have anyone this for Dan for Dan to talk about these socks in Japan? Uh, I, in- I know Brandon with an E stands with a Z uh, wears individualized toes while lifting and swears by them. Wait, do you mean the like Vibram shoe sock thing? Yeah, it it, uh, God, it, it apparently uh, it apparently helps with the sort of particularly with squats. It helps. Okay, I when I was in Japan, I had to wear those little like uh, shoes that have the two, just the two places. So like half your toes go on one side and the other half go on the other side. Yeah, like that. You know what I mean? And then they you can wear the little like shoes, the little like clap, 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 clap. explain to me uh, half of your toes. Well, the big toe this is, is you're good thicker. At stats. Explain half the toes. So the big toe is, is thicker. Medium mode or average? You know, the <laughs> thick big toe. No, no, it's counts. mean. They're all average, Greg. It counts. The thick, the big toe is thicker. It counts as one and a half toes. So. Cool, then cool, you cool. get it. All right. Then you get it. <laughs> Next up from Dan Hellpepper. I'm really annoyed at the idea of safety barriers being added along the red cedar on campus. Oh no. Am I just grumpy old Dan or does making campus uglier in a, in a futile quest to make it safer, make so little sense. Only the cyclotron can measure it. Uh, Greg, what's the news here and are they losing lives to the red cedar? What? Yeah. Uh, Dan's trying to get us all uh, canceled here on the, any, any life. Uh, is precious. Wait, no, seriously. Um, yeah, last year during the Michigan game, a st- student from Grand Valley unfortunately came to MSU and 
fell into the river and his life was lost. Oh, I didn't know that. It's the same reason why other podcasters decided now wasn't a great time to do their polar run into the river um, after the football season. Uh, He was very... He was missing for some time. Yes. And, I didn't, uh, I didn't realize that people, uh, I didn't realize it was deep enough or, or I mean, that's, that's so sad. Well, the current can get going as you'll remember. And I think if you maybe, I don't, who, oh, well it can. And I think if you, who's, I'm not saying this was the case for this person. I don't, I don't know if anyone knows anything, but you could imagine if one were inebriated or on anything and you, you one could imagine a, a yeah. series of maladies. That's so sad. Very it is sad. very sad. It's very unfortunate. Um, it happens, I think, on average, like once every eight years, nine years in the Red Cedar. Yeah. Um, you know, it it is a river. It can take you under and it's cold. And if you're by yourself at yep. night, it it could be tough, especially when you're in that state of inebriation. Just um, think about the number of people that Brian Kelly would have murdered in the Red Cedar River if he had come here to coach. See, it was it would have been an atrocity to have fired him. I just it's unfathomable. Um I am with Dan though on this. And also having been around enough drunk young men, I don't think offense is gonna stop anyone that wants to jump in the right, right, that's, yeah. that's the bigger point. Truly, yep. we would need to ask Donald Trump to come out of retirement to build that wall for oh, us. Oh, you know? Lord Jesus. Uh, so Can't you're not, not allowed to say that right now because a family, of course, is mourning uh, a young right. man. And it is tragic, but it is a waste of time and resources to have done this. Yep. Um, next up from Eman Center. Seeing as how my Ed and Nettie reference kind of fell flat last week, disagree. Yeah, I loved that. Center, we, I thought, we laughed. That I pulled up a picture of the three of them and 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 commented that you basically had it right. Uh, what was the first moment in your life where you said, "Holy shit, I am old now"? That was oh, a question, are. not a sentence. I'm old now. I'm old am now? I? Am I? Old am now? I old now? Am I old now? Um, I know exactly when it was for me, but you guys go first. All right, I can go first. It was when I to sit down and train myself to pretend to be enthusiastic for people when they told me that they were having a kid instead of my initial reaction, which was at that time and still is a little bit like, oh, no, what happened? Oh, no. Oh, no. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? When I when I made that transition, I had to be like, oh, my God, that's so great. That, that felt very sincere. That's how it is every time. One of you knows about that. <laughs> You've experienced one of those. Plum, you can feel included in this this conversation. <laughs> I no, you certainly can. I, I, I choose not. I'm, I'm going to opt out of it. I'm going to opt out of it for my own safety. For my own safety. I want you to feel safe. Uh, what about you guys? Uh, I don't know. I mean, every day, I don't know when I'm like, I better not have a drink of wine tonight. I better just do tea. So I sleep well. That's been happening a lot lately. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh no. Have you tried the wine and the scotch at the same time? That could help. That could help. That helps you sleep. Definitely. (laughs) Uh, 
I feel like they're varied. Uh, there's certainly, you know, uh, when I realized I'm way into uh, grilling and my lawn, those were lawn. key indicators lawn of thing. lawn. Yeah. Um, there's the uh, uh, not understanding Ed, Eddie, and Ed. Ed, Ed and Eddie. Whatever. Who cares? Uh, but in sp- I, in had own, I had my own. I had my own Adult Swim stuff. Like it. It just means you're listening to things that are very temporary, watching things that are very temporary in your life. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know. I mean, yeah. I'm old. Yeah, I'm washed, sure. as the kids say. Uh, v, when V was introduced in, in place of very, that was a, a moment where I'm like, I don't ah. understand. <laughs> it's not for me. The, 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 the world has passed me by on this one. Folks, Bet. let's go. Uh, next up from Spartan eighteen seven seventy. Number one, will Max Christie be the next Deonta Davis or the next Jaron Jackson Jr.? Who not the latter. We should have congratulated all defensive yes. team in the NBA. Congratulations, Jaron! A huge accomplishment. Um, if it had to be one, it would be more former than latter. I, yeah, I can, I, yeah. Let's. Uh, Next up, who gets a five-star commit first, Mel Tucker or Jim Harbaugh? I don't know enough about the recruiting, but I know Tuck's coming. I know that. Yeah, uh, I'm going to actually bet on us. If I had to put money on it, I'd put it on Tucker. And I would say if it is Jim Harbaugh, then that kid isn't a true five-star because who could take seriously their coach in khakis in his own private tent at a child's t-ball game? With and a self-imposed fleet. And that man has done innumerable and unforgivable things. But this, this dear five-star should truly, truly disqualify him in everyone's eyes. And finally, from Spartan18770, you're stuck in an elevator for three hours. Who would you rather be with? Graham Couch, Dan Hockich, or... And yourself. Um... Papa Jones. <laughs> That's my choice. That one comes with beers for sure. Uh, for sure. The beer valet himself. Here's my, here's my thing. Dan Dockage, I would have no problem telling him to fuck off. For how many hours? Three hours? Just on loop. I mean, I, you, you, there's plenty I could say to him. Graham is just so subtly insufferable. Ah, he'd make the that, three like, hours truly he, horrible. That you feel like you're being mean in a way that is undeserving, though it is mildly deserved. And at some point in time, he's going to start talking about soccer, which is why this podcast goes two hours, but not three. Or count. Ah, there it is. I, I don't know we could deal with Plum at, at hour three. I don't know that I could deal with Plum for that, for that long. <laughs> well, it's very clear that you don't want to reach hour three <laughs> to be. Uh, uh i would take i would take granular couch uh and ooh. i would uh you know what's your first question to him um why are you not favorite? as good as joe Rexroad? <laughs> what's your favorite article from the athletic this week um <laughs> ow more <laughs> Oh, how, how many jobs have you applied for the Mr. Neurotic Pants. He wants so bad for us to just be nice boys about Graham Couch, but we just can't bring ourselves to do it. Oh, just I'm be sorry, a nice Raymond. Boy. 
I'm sorry. We'll be nice boys someday. I promise you. Um, next up from the key ski. Uh, how did you decide to go to MSU? I was conditioned from birth by my uh, godmother to go to uh, MSU um, and was uh, happy to do it after I got my acceptance. Um, what about you guys? There was the bill from GW and I said, no, that <laughs> God, make that's right. Sense. I forgot about that aspect. Yeah. Oof. But uh, I could not be happier that I made the decision I did. It would have been a major life mistake. This is a true FU to always thinking 1835. It was when Albion College told me that they were giving out eight full rides and I placed ninth in the competition. <laughs> were so. you were you interested in it for the Christianity or what was sure. what was the appeal there? I don't know. I just I think it was United Methodist stuff because I always go to that conference and I think I just uh, all my friends and mentors had gone there. What do you Mom, how do you feel about coming in at ninth at Albion? Okay, let's next question from. What are you going to do when Always Thinking eighteen thirty five <laughs> tweets at us a picture of his full ride? Yes, yeah, full ride scholarship. <laughs> and it says like seventh class of two thousand four or whatever. <laughs> I mean, these kids though, like you had to do a you had to do a presentation about something. I'd created a breakfast program at my high school. This one girl was doing like I don't know molecular. <laughs> molecular something or other in a bathtub and like she brought a small bathtub and like was presenting on the shit she did and i was like what schools did you people go to that you had the resources to do this my school didn't even offer breakfast which is federally required for kids that don't have food and things like so Anyway, um, there's an emerging theme of you failing spectacularly during presentations. Yeah, it's uh, listen, listen, I don't want to go into it. I got a lot of trauma. I got a <laughs> lot of trauma. Learn. Got a lot of trauma. I'm looking forward to some question from R. Sawyer next week, though, about really probing <laughs> into the depths of my presentation related failures. How, how you presented yourself as a gay male uh, for the first time. <laughs> Um, God, that would be, that would be terrible. Oh, don't give her any, don't give her any ideas. I know. Um, next up from the key ski, what non MSU team, uh, do you follow and why? Uh, for me, it's IU out of pure hatred. What about you guys? Uh, Liverpool football club. <laughs> Fuck you. Next Speaking question. Out of pure, that hatred. ruined it. Uh, key ski, what are you <laughs> drinking? <laughs> uh, I'm having Miller Lite. I'm still working on my 24 pack of Kirkland Signature uh, Citra Hop Saison IPAs. Still doing my blueberry boyfriend, Prairie Artisan Ales. Yes. I think I also, keep, uh, Greg needs to be applauded for his commitment to a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Why yeah. Not? You get big points for that. If you stick with something over time, oh, yeah. And especially when you ask a question like this WTF kind of name is Greg? Question mark. And the answer is, it's a kind of name that you cling to when your first given name is Kevin. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's you, so self-aware. You so play self-aware. the hand that's given to you, and sometimes Greg is the best card. So that's how do you feel about the fact that can't pronounce it correctly? <laughs> um, Greg. Groot. Now calling Kevin Gretch. Groot. 
next up from Mr. Neurotic Pants, who's so disappointed in us from our earlier responses. MSU baseball's best run in years was winning last of the three games against Ohio State. Not a great team. Then beating Oakland, Eastern, Notre Dame. That's legit. Then sweeping Big Ten worst Minnesota. The Big Ten is still beating MSU at most of the time, but should the AD talk to Mr. Boss? Hold on a second. Uh, is the coach's name really Coach Boss? Yes. Jake Boss. Jake Boss. <gasps> oh, I love that. That's a better best last name than than Greg. It, well. it definitely is. Well. No doubt. Um, we uh, we've got our man on the street here, Mister Neurotic Pants, talking baseball. Um, maybe we should have uh, the Raymond the Raymond on. Um, but what do you guys think? Like, does this redeem a little bit? He's been there 20 some years, right? No. Well, fire his ass. He's been there like 11 years or something. Definitely like fire his ass. Fire his ass. At the most. Fire the problem ass. is, the problem is this is the best run in years because he's been performing so poorly of late. That's yeah. what makes yeah, it, it the sounds, best run of year in years. Yeah, it sounds middling. It's compared to his program. Um, I think it's fine, though. Honestly, there's a lot going on in the athletic department at the moment. Maybe we let it roll for another year. Yeah, let's not fire people for the moment. Next up. Clearly, clearly that was not... <laughs> Alex, not make... you were determined to blow off... Uh, bl- to blow off your anger by getting in a fist fight. What's the first bar you would go to and the first thing you'd yell out? <laughs> That's actually a good question. I really wish I'd had time to stew on that, to noodle on it. Uh, is R. Sawyer it. there? Yeah, it might be if R. Sawyer was there. I'd probably go to Crunchy's and make some defamatory remark about how like pizza nugs aren't good or something. And then you know? I would stand up from the back and be like, that's it. That's, that's it. That's the last time. Yep. And then yep. I was backed up on that take. You would have gone to Crunchy's. Fisticuffs. Fisticuffs. This is how I do Next it. up. For Mr. Neurotic Pants, would you rather be a full patched member of an outlaw motorcycle gang or a biker mama? <laughs> a biker What's mama. your favorite motorcycle club? I Next question, it. Mr. Neurotic Pants. Oh, my God. <laughs> I want to go back. The other thing that I might do if I wanted to get into a fight is I might, because I'm assuming by this point, you both, as well as all of our listeners, have seen everything everywhere all at once after the glowing review I gave for it last Not week yet, but podcast. it's on the list. That's for sure. I definitely would have gone to the peanut barrel and gone around and taken everyone's hot dogs out of their buns, put them on my fingers, and started rubbing them on people's faces. And I'm sure <laughs> that would have gotten me into Wait, a fight. are the hot dogs good there? Did you give a you, review? No, hot dog fingers. you got to watch everything everywhere. All at once. All at once. Okay. Do you guys have a favorite motorcycle gang? Yeah. No, for Mr. Next Neurotic up, Pants? Yeah. Mr. Neurotic Pants, what's the last bit of news we've had on the O-line? Oh. Uh, oh Brian oh. Green. Yeah, enrollee, right? Yeah. Yeah, Brian Green joined Washington State transfer. Yep. Uh, this is going to be a test of uh, Coach Cap this year. Ah. That's the news. Is he good at the coaching? Can he develop players? Yeah, that's that's this year. But I, I don't expect much. And I think Jim Bowman has taught me to not expect much. 
Mm. Yeah, that's the beautiful gift of lowered expectations that I've lowered given. Lowered expectations. As well. uh, next up from John Hubbard is Mel Tucker the first man ever to make an Aloha shirt look fashionable? And you no, that's not there. fair. That's not fair. Tom Izzo has gone to Hawaii to play how many I, fucking? That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Shamanade games, and of course that man is who made the Aloha shirt look sexy. But I'm glad it was within the family anyway. Yeah, but yeah. Mel Tucker, just, the drip on Mel Tucker looks. A plus. Mm-hmm. You just want a picture standing next to him where he's putting at you. Because he wears that Panama hat. Yeah. Panama yep. hat. I really pulls it together. Izzo set up the pins and he knocked him down. Uh, next up from John, uh, with everything that happened, everything that happening, with everything that happening or not happening with men's basketball, what is your threshold for saying it's time for Izzo to go? Uh-oh. Does that threshold even exist for you? Asked yes. in good faith and very much not a troll. Uh, that man has still taken us. You, it's, what's the old adage in college hoops? You don't fire a coach that takes you to the tournament. Uh, and that man has never failed in the entire time I've watched him to take this team to the tournament. So, so is that the in his whole career. Is that, that the standard? No, well, no, sweet consecutive sweet sixteens is the that's standard. the standard. That's but the standard. This is, but, but but I mean to suggest that for fireable, which he's not ever going to be fired. Like, no. Let's be very clear: Tom Izzo will not be fired. He shouldn't be fired. It's fine. But the conversation of shifting to maybe it's time for you to not go is your standard, Greg, and what I'm asking that he doesn't make a tournament. He's got to make, he's got to not make a few consecutive tournaments. A few. Think about it. Few. Okay. For you few. to think about it. <laughs> Correct. Correct. All right. I'd cut his ass after one tournament. That's why, Plum, that's why you stay here. Thank you. <laughs> this is why it's a safe space for you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we have a repeat E-Man Center? Cool. Oh, oh I am. Uh... Uh, chopped him up. Sorry, E-Man. Wait, Last up, John Hubbard, if you could use a time machine to change the course of only one event, but had to choose between Cassius getting a natty in 2019 or stopping the Kennedy assassination, what would you choose? This isn't this even a question. Movie. Yeah, this is not a difficult question. Not this least is... of which because we get a national championship out of it. Yeah, duh. And then we also, as a bonus, get to prevent the... Global pandemic that's ruined our lives over the last few years. That was uh, that was in 2019, not 2020. Oh, uh, yeah, but that wasn't really. Still, it, it was different. <laughs> but still, sorry, John, I'm not choosing you under any circumstances. <laughs> what a loser! Agreed. <laughs> uh. E-Man Center Part 2 asks, after declaring, comma, Christie was asked why he had been silent over the last two months. He told reporters he had been, quote, chained in Plum's basement. (laughs) When Plum was questioned, his response was, it puts the lotion on the skin or else it gets the hose again. Plum, (laughs) what lotion did you use? I like how when questioned. Like, just not even an answer, but just... I used a vino. I obviously used a vino. Rich, odie smell. Great from the pit I dug in my basement. Uh, I prefer to think of this as more of a Kimmy Schmidt type situation than I a, just think uh, th- 
the, the, the Hannibal Lecter situation. There's a, but there's a fallacy here, though, isn't there, Eman Sinner? If we're thinking about it, do we think that do we think that Max Christie is the one that's going to have the l- loose, saggy skin for me to wear? I mean, let's just think about it, right? Max Christie weighs all of eighty-seven pounds. Uh, I guess just by the mere height, if we like shrunk him down to my height, it's possible that there'd be enough sag for me to drape over my body when going out to the peanut barrel with friends. But with his body type, the only thing that's going to be saggy. Yeah. Whitey tighties. Oh, all elbows and knees. All elbows and knees. That's a joke. Next up. Literally impossible for our listenership to understand. Unless you're Mark Allen and then you better get it. <laughs> Next up, Eman Sinner. What level of success or involvement does a Spartan athlete have to accomplish to be remembered fondly after leaving the school on a sour note above Max Christie's? Uh, yeah. Um, I don't know if there's anyone that has accomplished this at MSU. Um, I'm trying to think. The the thing the thing that reminds me of this situation the most is the uh, is uh what's his name uh at at michigan quarterback um oh my god what is wrong with me chad henny rhymes with douchebag no um oh my god i hate myself um tom brady ah the tom brady situation where he was he did not leave under the best circumstances they didn't really want him for like a decade and then he started winning super bowl rings and then they were like come on back tom and at first he was like no i hated it you hated me and then eventually they just sort of buried the hatchet um michigan's got a lot of these it's also the fab five situation i can't think of uh anyone from msu though where this would apply um davis maybe Deonta davis paul davis yeah. paul let's stick with paul Deonta. i mean usually when guys leave and the it's a little bit testy they just don't come back yeah you know? oh yeah um all right i don't know i don't know all right next up from Amapa Leaf. uh <clears throat> what muse muse colon. headlines read MSU nipped by Nebraska Friday night. The score was 6-3. That's double the points. I could agree to... Is this Leslie Nope doing a headline? I could agree (laughs) to nipped in, say, a basketball or football game difference of three points, but baseball? Oh. Uh, What difference in points constitutes nipped as opposed to creamed? Hmm. Baseball is... Well, you know... Baseball. Yeah, do that baseball thing. Next up from Mama Maple Leaf. Yeah, I don't know. Rumination. What? (laughs) Apparently ruminating is not a healthy practice. Calling a quote-unquote friend is a healthy option. Why in quotes? In order to break (laughs) the thought cycle, which one of you would be the best in offering therapeutic distraction? Uh, I think Greg would be most listening. Plum would be Mm. definitely doing something else. Yes. Probably eating. Could be eating, could be petting the dog, could be ferminating the dog. Ferminate? Is that when hmm. you stick it in a furnace? Nothing. Okay. Uh, I will say there are benefits to, to growing up with the ADHD. 
uh, and that you're well practiced and making people believe that you might be listening, listening to them when uh, when indeed you are on that phone. Um, Plum, I'm calling you next. All right. <laughs> next up from Mama Maple Leaf, pondering. Pondering. Her questions. Is she in last above or below R. Sawyer? Definitely above. <laughs> okay. Uh, because these are inclusive thus far. Pondering. Because I'm, because I'm an ally. Why is it a thing to include a country club membership with an MSU's coach's contract deal? That is just like an old timey coaching contract thing for like all coaches contracts going way back. Way back. Yeah. As far as I've ever, this is a great question actually for listener guest Cliff Jones. Uh, Was there ever a time where coaches contracts didn't include country club memberships? I just like, They've always been there as a line item. It's like having a company car is always on there too. Like, are you familiar with this? No, I'm not familiar, but it's, it's like, it's doesn't cost them any money. Exactly. It's like a little Uh, benefit that they can throw in that doesn't cost anything. And I, and forgive me, but I'm not familiar with the MSU golf course country club acres. I'm not familiar with it, but like, okay, you can go play golf anytime you want. I think that it's actually a Lansing country club membership um, that they get. Mm. And then, and then of course, no one's going to charge Tom Izzo when he rolls up in the greens at, at, at the links at uh, forest acres. So like, um, I think this is uh, like, like Cliff said, I think this is just something that they do because it's a benefit that's expected and it costs them nothing to include. Um, uh, uh, thank you. Uh, Mamopoly. Next up from the better and truer Mike Jones. Uh, how much money does Ispia need to donate to have a statue put up next to Sparty or Morgan Freeman? <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, does he mean a Sparty uh, next of Morgan Freeman? Uh, I think this is a reference to the uh magic statue, not looking like magic so much as it really <laughs> Morgan Freeman. <laughs> Uh, the answer is Ishbia. If he wants to find out, uh, it's going to cost multiple billions, multiple. I mean, like several billions, I think. Uh, next up celebrity death match, college football coaches edition. We take the latest Twitter feud between Saban, Jimbo and Dion. And for shits and giggles, we throw Harbaugh in there without his protective tent. It's a good one. Good pod reference. I appreciate that. Fantastic. Who's the last man standing and why? Uh, Um, Honestly, it's too bad we couldn't throw uh, uh, Howard in there because we know he would have won that slap fight. Yep. Uh, He's got, he's definitely got the the most experience in this. Mm. Um, Hitting other coaches in the face. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm inclined to take Saban because I I just don't think he's going to lose. He's going to find a way to win. He fights Um, dirty. Yep. Uh, though I would also take Harbaugh because he's just a vacant you know, sociopath and who knows what could happen at that point. Uh, anyone else? Any other takers no. on that? Uh, Brian Kelly. I will take him every time in a fight. Oh, yeah. Uh, Speak of experience. Him and a scissor lift. Yeah, fucked. Uh, last up from Mike Jones. Can you trust someone who wears a visor? Why not just wear a hat? Mike, it's very I'm gonna- humid. I'm going to give you the opportunity to amend this question and allow for Drew Stanton and his Lady Jane's LPGA flow. Um, Beautiful. 
Um, other than that, if you're not true Stanton, wear a hat. Uh, always thinking 1835 comes in with a fishing emoji. <laughs> Great start. Appreciate you. Uh, can't read, can't write two truths and a lie. The three of you each tell us an obscure piece of MSU trivia, but one of you is lying. We, the listeners, can then have the gripping excitement of attempting to deduce fact from fiction. Will you pilot this new segment this week? Well, you're second to last on the listener thing, so... A better way would be for you to come with the two truths and a lie, or one, two lies and a truth, whatever you want to do, and have us guess. Yeah, we'll figure something out. This this will be good after Twitter questions ends. We're going to dig this back up. Remind us, always thinking 1835. Uh, and then uh, if you had to go back to MSU for a different nope. undergraduate degree. Yeah, sorry. Oh, for a different undergraduate degree than the one you already have, what would it be and why? Journalism. Uh, it's an employable skill. <laughs> <laughs> Joke, oh. joke of the pod. Joke of the pod. Joke do they the do pod. coffee making at Michigan State? <laughs> Only for the Irish. Apparently uh, you do. <laughs> next, uh, uh, I, I would say, um, am I allowed to have the grades to get into the Broad School this time? Because maybe oh. I would do something like that. Dude, oh, that's cute. That's if, cute. I would I'd waste my time in like higher education or whatever the fuck in that horrible degree is it's like every single complex director in residence life was studying lifelong learning adult ed how to be a higher ed professional like oh my god spanish there's there he goes that that was for you plum that was actually for you i loved it Uh, And finally, from always thinking 1835, what's a childhood hobby that you still enjoy or would like to get back into? I don't have the money for Legos. That's the problem. Uh... (laughs) I would still like to retire and drive a school bus. What? Is that a, uh, I guess, a hobby? When I was a little kid, I was obsessed so, with school I wanna, buses. I want to be clear, Plum. Are you saying you would like to pick children up as a hobby? Yes. Yes, I would. Okay. Yeah. In a bright cool. yellow van. Cool, cool, cool. All right. Uh, next up and last up is Shartvert. Shartvert! Uh, who's doing, who should have his own fishing emoji. Wow. Yeah. Big Ten schools as characters of Ted Lasso. This may be a segment worth revisiting. Yeah. Who's saving these? We need to, someone needs to help us. We need a secretary. Here, I'll, yeah. bolt, I'll, I'll uh, highlight them. Uh, and cool. we can actually. That's not going to go anywhere. Yeah. This is the most work I'm willing to do. Yeah. So uh, I think the real question is, uh, can't read, can't read listeners. Who of you wants to be secretary? Uh, we'll start working on the wiki. Uh, next up from Chartbert, uh, I think the blank will be the best position group for football next season. I think the blank will be the worst. Jonesy, what do you got on this? Uh, the right, this the is, best this is, it's got to be special teams. Linebackers. Linebackers. Yeah, I was going to say either defensive line or linebackers or the wide receiver core question mark. <laughs> 
So the weird right. thing is that if you if we're just going with the starters, uh, I think linebackers is the answer. It's it's a safe answer, that's for sure. Uh, I mean, what cornerbacks? I think Ronald Williams and Amir Speed could be formidable cornerbacks. So are you saying, saying that corner will not be the worst? Is that where we're going with this? I they yes, I will I will I'm putting that declaration out there. The cornerbacks will not be the worst uh this year. I want offensive the line offensive line will be the worst. worst. But I I mean that these are the two safest answers is the linebacking core and the offensive line. Uh Next up from the Chavert, if Izzo had a Saban Jimbo spat with someone in the coaching world, who would it be? And what would the squabble be about? Uh, Has he ever had one of these? Has he like ever? Well, he hated Bo Ryan. He hated Bo Ryan. Really? Yeah. But uh, but that's so weird because he's such a likable vampiric piece of human garbage. I, I bet you if if you asked Tom Izzo over some some scotch who his least favorite coach is, I'm guessing he picks Juwan because he was part of a team of cheaters. He's bit works at the school that he loathes, and he uh, he brought disrepute to the the coaching profession by slapping another coach. Mm-hmm. Though I yeah. bet you he ran a little bit. I, I think Izzo has issues with a, with a lot of coaches. Um, one of them just retired after his, you know, big year uh, going from place to place, getting applause. Um, what would the squabble be about? I, I think if we're answering this question straight up, any kind of bringing disrepute to the to the profession would definitely would definitely bring Bill up. Self. Bill Self hates Bill Self. Uh, and finally, for the week, prop better the week, number of passing TDs from Thorne versus MSU basketball leader in minutes per game next year. Bonus, if you have a prediction of who that will be, over under 29.5. Well, um, so this isn't a traditional over under because normally he would name the leader. Right. Last year, Christie led with 31 minutes. Um, I'm going to go. Is it Malik? Over or... on minutes with either Hauser or Hall. Yeah. Uh, and under on passing TD. Yeah. Unless we're in the championship. Yeah, I agree. I think that's close, close on the under, but doesn't hit. It's a good one, though. Classic, classic Chavert. Chavert. Um, who are you texting, bro? Your mom. Sorry, Cliff. <laughs> Lynn Diane. Lynn Diane. <laughs> she wanted an update. She was like, when is Cliff going to come home? And I was like, ah, not sure yet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're out of here. This I'm over this. It's been a <laughs> I'm over this. Yes. An overwhelming level of confidence from our listenership after that one. I'm over this. He's right, gotta he has to be over it. He's gotta go score this thing still. 
Uh, he's got to go back to last week's episode to score. Um, mm. Anyway, gentlemen, well, next on, do you week. Have any parting words on any uh, uh, any beverages you've had lately that have been tasty? Uh, uh, no. Okay. Great. <laughs> Thanks for the yes and, my man. You're welcome, <laughs> Kevin. This was a small gift for you. <laughs> the smallest gift I can provide. <laughs> All right, I'm out of here. Uh, good night, everyone. Thank you for listening. Can't read, can't write. Gentlemen, go green. I hate you both. Go white. Love you. Same Z's. Bye.